Welcome to Real Orbalism Radio, show 259, recorded at Big Dog Studios in Eugene, Oregon. This show is made possible by... The Herbal Entrepreneur Conference. Have you got your free ticket to the Herbal Entrepreneur Conference yet? Head on over to HerbalEntrepreneur.com now to join Rosemary Gladstar, Margie Flint, Nancy Phillips, Lucy Jones, Talal Al-Ahmed, Yolanda Joy, and many more at the virtual event March 22nd through the 26th. You'll get their best tips, strategies, and ideas to help you on your journey to grow your own herbal business. So just jump in now at TheHerbalEntrepreneur.com. The Real Herb Market. Do you make herbal products for sale? At The Real Herb Market, we connect herbal makers like you with people who appreciate the power of natural herbal care. Become a seller at The Real Herb Market today. Visit them at TheRealHerbMarket.com. Now, here are your hosts. I'm Candace Hunter. I'm Patrick Hunter. And welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. Hey, Patrick. Hi, Candace. Ready to get a little witchy with it? Waka, waka, waka. You know, it was funny. It was the first time that we'd ever interviewed anybody, uh, uh, listen, Alyssa Human. Any First time we interviewed anyone that was a fan, anyone that had listened to the show, that had done five years of, of prior listening and was inspired by it. It is so cool. That was a really cool experience. And I mean, I've been watching Alyssa on Instagram and all of that for a while now, and she's a really, she's like a with it herbalist. Yeah, she's she's, she's, doing, she's the new, the new new generation of herbalists. Yeah, you know, we talked a little bit about like the wounded healer and all of that, and I really, really feel that with especially, I mean, I was feeling it before 2020, you know, smacked us all upside the head. Right. But even more so now. After that year's done, and we're already into 2021, and the you know head smack ups aren't really quite done. We keep getting, you know, crazy things happening. I feel like the wounded healer and the person that, like Alyssa, who had a plan, she was going to do. She had a plan. She was going right. to do this, and this is what she was going to do. And she had her world was all structured around it, and this is the way life was. And she was sure of herself. And then suddenly, she found herself in essentially a really different world. I mean, she got a, you know, king-size smackdown there. Yeah, I mean, to find out that oh, your education God. is bunk. Yeah, I um, mean... That, you know, that you know, you might have been learning something, but you weren't going to be credentialed what you were paying for. Right. Um, that, and, then, yeah. and then to realize that the entire path you've been on is the wrong path. Not even just a little bit wrong, but just, that's just your change. Change is happening. It's happening big time. But you know, I, she made radical change oh, over she five did. years. She did, and you know, the funny thing about it is that what brought her to, you know, herbalism wasn't, um, you know, a shaman or a sage right. or you know, some. It was you know, a TV show. It was a TV show. <laughs> I love that. Yes. You know, and I thought it was really interesting is because we liked that show. And, oh yeah, and I, I, I remember show. when I first saw it, I was like, wow, they're really using like real herbs. They're really using herbalism and herbs in in treating things, not just yeah. And the there were a lot of stuff, there were a lot but, of times where but, they were saying, well, you use this. We're going to use this for this, and I was like, yeah, actually, somebody actually did some research. I would I, I would I would bet you guess that there was yeah. some definite. Probably a local uh, person consultant. in Portland Herbal that consultant. Was, was consulting <laughs> with that to do that, you know. But that was, she would be so inspired by that character Rosalie from Grimm yeah. that she would start to like, you know, like as she was saying, you know, be either crying and then, you know, just digging on on on, on, the on Grimm and then and say, yeah. hey, well, let's go to Portland. Yeah, you know, yeah. which you know we've mentioned this in the show many times before that, 
you know, Oregon and the West Coast, uh, but specifically Oregon, is like the catch-all for everybody that's trying awesome. to leave to start anew. If you want to make big change, you go to Oregon. Right. And then you go to wherever change is taking you. Most of us yeah. don't stay, but yeah, many of us don't stay very long yeah. in Oregon. You know, yeah. two, you know, two two to five years maybe. Yeah. And but you know, for her to you know uproot her small family at the time, and then or you know, or whatever it was, however her plan or however her lean your time frame was, but it was just like she came here and you know she did a tour of Portland um, for a birthday mm-hmm. for her husband to show him all the places where they filmed Grimm. You know, that was just really interesting. And then it started to bring up a larger conversation of in the last 10 years since we've been doing it, maybe we're more cognizant of, but since we've been doing, you know, Real Herbalism Radio and The Practical Herbalist, how many different shows have had herbalism as a major function of of their show? Like, you know, like I'm not saying it's a medical drama per se, but what I am saying it's you know, a very, you know, there's an astute, learned person that knows the herbs. And that herbs are actually a bona fide part of the show, not just like someone pulled out a Hallmark card and spouted off whatever it might have said about the flower, and then that was like the the whole of the herb in the entire show. There's things where the herbs are important things. Like, I mean... We used to watch Cadfile Murder Mysteries. Oh yeah, which you know it's, oh, yeah. it's an old old series. Yeah, back but, in the nineties. But Cadfile was actually working with herbs regularly. It was herbs were center stage in terms of what the lifestyle was. He was actually all about solving the murders, and it was a murder mystery series. And, yeah, but, but he was plants a monk were doing doing yeah you know, doing plant, herbs. plants were a real important part of that show. They were you know central. Mm-hmm. Unlike Murdoch Mysteries, which herbs come up regularly, but the science and technology is more the interesting stuff of the shows. Right. The Yeah. I mean, usually in the case of Murdoch, it comes up in more of a, what poison is it? Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? Right. You know, mm. you, know, you know, that's water hemlock or that's this or that's that. It's rarely ever, you know, it's used in a, sometimes I'll say it was used in a folk remedy. Right. They'll find it in the goal. What was that? And they'll explain it. Right. You know, but, but you know, that movie or that show is, you know, right at the turn of the century. Late yeah, it's 1800s, the beginning, early 1900s, so it's, beginning of the industrial age. Yeah, and, that transfer of, of um, folk medicine to science-based medicine was well, really heavy at that point. the transfer of plant-based medicine to chemical-based medicine, because that's really what the essence of it was. Mm-hmm. At the time, you know, at the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, or, yeah, Industrial Revolution, the medicine was plant-based because that's just what there was. There there wasn't another option. It wasn't folk only. All the well-respected doctors were very well-educated with regard to plants. And the Industrial Revolution began to really change that because our focus started to be much more on single constituents or certain parts of a plant rather than the whole plant on chemical structures. We kept going smaller and smaller into like atoms and molecules and and in that direction. Mm-hmm. And and all of that was an important um, development for better understanding how human beings, how our health works and what we need to do and how whatever it is that we're using as our medicine will function in the human body. Now we've reached a point, you know, 100 and what, 20, 50 years-ish later. 
120. 120-ish. <laughs> well, I mean, the Industrial Revolution extends a little bit beyond well, the 19th yeah, century. Well, 1800s too. So, yeah. so a century, century and a half later, we're at a point where we did all of that exploration, and now it's time to come back around to recognize the plants on both that old fashion style with all the humors and the energetics, but also being able to understand them on the scientific style. What What is the constituent? What are the chemicals that are functioning? And how are they, you know, connecting with the molecules in the body or the systems or whatever? And that's, so it's like a big turn or a big, you know, cycle mm. that we've been through. And seeing herbalists like Alyssa is exciting to me because she's, you know, she's, She's got the respect and the care and the love of science as well as the love of the energetics and the magical part of the plants, the wholeness of the plants. And I think that's part of where we're at. And that's why I was like, that's why I was going with the whole shamanic thing that I think her generation and the younger generation of herbalists coming up are very much about healing that woundedness. Because in medicine, that's essentially what happened is we wrenched apart plants and medicine and acted for a long time like they were somehow separate it's like a giant glaring wound which we're now beginning to heal back together covid has actually caused herbalism to become much more front and center stage for an awful lot of mainstream people in america they didn't even know no one talked about the immune system a year ago one year ago mm -hmm. that wasn't even a part of the conversation and now knowing that elderberry is good for your, your immune system is starting to become more common knowledge, even across the non-herbalists. Right. And young herbalists like Alyssa, are, they know what it's like to get blindsided by life and to get up and get moving in a better direction and to heal that. So I think they're going to be a real big key, and I think she's going to be a real big key to helping us as a whole entire culture, I guess. You know, heal and and so yeah, that's my really long winded. I, I, I can, I'm super can, excited I can about see this. Let's say if you're listening or when you're listening, we're thinking of you. <laughs> we are, we are, we're very excited. No pressure, but you're just gonna have to save the world for us. Right. Yeah, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> do you need your website to do more than just look good? Search engine optimization is the key for your site to be seen on the first page of Google. Mudpod Design can get you a free website audit to see how your site stacks up against everybody else. Go to mudpawdesign slash free dash SEO dash audit to get yours today to see how they can help you get your site seen on the first page of Google and thereby making your site perform. The other thing is, that, is like, you know, that's a really interesting analogy about the fissure between um, you know, uh, industrial medicine and yeah. traditional medicine. Uh, how that, you know, people um, disassociated, you know, aspirin with, you know, white willow bark source right. or, you know, um, you know, settling your stomach with mint versus, you know, something else that has mint. menthol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, our, our son recently bought, you know, stuff for like... like the L-toids and stuff. Yeah, he bought yeah. Tums and he said, well, I got that. I got the flavored ones. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I got the cherry one and this one. I'm like, oh, heck, I said... So why didn't you get the other one that was just mint? He goes, well, that's just mint. I go, mint is a really good thing for your stomach, bro. So now, you, yes. now you're, you've got this tropical fruit baloney and yeah. other stuff. And said, eh, I'd rather right. have mint. You know? Right, right. And a lot of times because mint is so abundant with its medicine, 
if you get something often that says it's mint or mint flavored, frequently that is actual like natural flavors because it's cheaper for them yeah, to use it, natural flavors than it would be for them to use natural flavors for a flavor like cherry or raspberry. Those are much more expensive well, to and, produce. And, so. and, and again, <laughs> they're not natural flavors. They're going to be right. some you know, yeah. chemical concoction to give you the strawberry. The well, yeah, because fruit, because the know. strawberry or the tropical fruit would be much more expensive to produce naturally. Exactly. So, not, but the know, mint, the mint isn't. It's so, just cheap to right. produce naturally, so, I, so they just do that. I, I hope <laughs> he, I hope he gets that and, and realizes <laughs> that you know next time, tanata. Uh, but <laughs> you know, what can you do about that? Is what it is. So that disassociation is is like you said. I think you know it's come so yeah. far apart. With COVID and with, you know, being a pandemic, the world facing it, a lot of, you know, natural um, available uh, remedies, you want to call it, uh, treatments, mm -hmm. uh, people are starting to think about them more and what can they do. I mean, especially at the beginning of the pandemic when there was no vaccine right. and there was no, no one really knew a lot. There was still a lot of misinformation, you know. Like when we did the herbs and actions thing, we're bringing out that herbalism, herbalism and herbalism to the forefront to let people know that there are things you can do that yeah. are going to help you. Look, if you got COVID, you got COVID, but at least help you, one, get through it maybe, mm -hmm. uh, maybe two, prevent it if you could somehow, you know, with a better immune system. Maybe mm -hmm. you get exposed, but you don't come down with it. Right. Um, you know, those types of things that would, that were available um, through natural herbs, diet and other things. Um you know, and that's what I hope we don't lose, you know, this year when, you know, we're looking at a barrel of, you know, 600 million vaccines by by the end of um, right. um, August or July. That's the goal to have everybody vaccinated twice if need be through the population uh, and that they forget that, oh, you know, the vaccine saved us. Yes, the vaccine did what it was supposed to do, like it did with smallpox or it did with um, rebel on a couple of the other ones that were really bad that we were able to you know, worldwide. But unless we do this worldwide, it's not, we're still going to have this problem. So, oh, yeah. And even if we do, we're going to end up having COVID is a part of our lives. It will it's be for like a while. Measles, mumps, and rubella still exist. And in some areas, you can get them, including some areas in industrialized nations where we like to all believe because we're industrialized, we're somehow, you know, the vaccines have made it like impossible for the plague to get to us but the fact is the bubonic plague has popped up here and there yeah smallpox does still happen in america or in i'm not sure on Europe that one or whatever. i don't know about smallpox in america that one I'm not it's sure. not common but it's not just because you have a vaccine that's not a guarantee you won't get it well, from, so from i happened to be listening to a podcast with dr fauci the other day and that was mm -hmm. one of the things they were talking about is the eradication of smallpox and where the excess success was there I don't know if we have. I mean, we do, but I have smallpox. Is st I know it still exists in the world, and it can still be carried into America. But the 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 whole point isn't whether that one specific thing. Whether you're going to fact check that particular well, one I to see if I'm wrong there. I don't want to do any the, misinformation. The point yeah. is that just because we're all vaccinated, even if you got every single last person on the entire face of the earth to vaccinate, and they all used the RNA carrier one, so it's the super effective, 95% effective one. Even if everybody did that, it's only 95% effective, not 100% effective, which means there will be 5% of the population who, despite the fact that they're vaccinated, will still be vulnerable. 
And COVID isn't going to just magically vanish. It's mutating at a really rapid rate because it wants to preserve itself, which is what all viruses want, just like we humans want to preserve ourselves. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't, yeah. There's, so yeah. vaccines alone, it's going to make probably a huge positive difference to life worldwide for human beings. Very true. But it's not a guarantee that you'll never, ever get COVID. So taking care of your immune system is really important. You know, I, I hope, like you said, I hope we don't lose that, that focus of leading, living healthy lives, making healthy choices. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I hope that people just, um, learn from it instead of, oh, we're okay. Now we can go back to doing what we were doing. Yeah. And, you know, there's another pandemic right around the corner. Yeah. You know, and people don't get, I don't understand that. I mean, even, you know, just this week, um, Russia announced that there's been a transmission of HN58, which is a poultry disease to humans. Oh, right. Well, and, they <laughs> have, and they said there has been no human to human transfer. Yet. But if but that breaks that barrier. Yeah. Then we've got we another pandemic. We don't have a vaccine pandemic. for that. No. You know, at all. And, and no. so there you are again. We're in no. a situation where, um, you know, it just we're in another situation. We have to be constant yeah. vigilance. We have to have our health up. We have to yeah. keep going and keep our immune system up because you never know when the next one's going to come by. Right. And not only that, but you know, the interesting thing that also came out about all of this is that there's been almost no flu cases this year. Yeah, because people have actually been taking care of themselves and their neighbors, well, as it and, were. I and mean, wearing masks and isolating and staying yeah. away from people and not being yeah. conglomerated in buildings with, with crappy ventilation systems and, right. you know, doing all this stuff. I mean, if yeah. you were to take off the, the financial cost of the flu each year, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's in, the, in the hundreds of millions of dollars of lost time, wages, and productivity, um, for sure in the U.S., but it could be even global, but it's a big thing. Yeah. So I hope that, you know, as we've deviated very much from our, our conversation of separation to what we're dealing with now, um, I hope that, again, we get wiser and not dumber. <laughs> well, I think, what's, I, think what, our, uh, I think what we're seeing happening with COVID and, and viruses in general, pandemics in general, is, I don't know how, it's going to sound kind of childlike to say it this way, but a request from the rest of the world that we human beings find the right balance of science and nature to take care of ourselves and our environments. Because if you're washing your hands and wearing a mask and doing all the things that we've been taught over the last nine months to do, nine months, year, then you're taking good care of your environment and you don't have to use a ton of chemicals to do that. Right. And if you eat a generally healthy diet and you aim to incorporate basic herbal practices, you know, you've got a slight sniffle coming on, maybe try some elderberry tea, for instance. You know, just use the basic, the basic herbal stuff that's easily available. Your stomach's upset, use some ginger, whatever, right. you know, or mint. Use those things first. And... When that's not enough, then move into starting to look at science for better answers to stay well. Meanwhile, consider the vaccine seriously, you know, especially if you've got a compromised system for any reason. People who are older, people who have 
previous disease histories or conditions, people who are caring for those who are older or have those types of conditions. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that should be probably seriously looking at the vaccine and having herbs in their back pocket. Yeah. Um, I think uh, she really brought that, you know, forward with her energy of, of, of herbs and herbalism. It's, I, it's been, it was refreshing yeah. to, to hear that because, you know, you and I have been talking with people that have been herbalists for multiple years, you know, yeah. generally, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. They, you know, you've got their experiences there where they're at, but it was really treat to listen to somebody that was really new in the career, new in their field and had all of the, the energy that goes with it and the excitement of discovery and, and learning, um, yeah. you know, that was really great. And I think, you know, she, it's so magical for like when she found her house and she just like, there it is. You know, and then it worked out. I don't know how many times you and I said, there's uh -huh. our house. And it, for whatever reason, you it know, wasn't actually the right house. You know, it's not for sale, or if it's for sale, it's too much, or we don't have the financing, or whatever. And no matter how we tried, we couldn't get it. It didn't just magically happen. Yeah, I think for us, we're part, or we have been part of that older, wounded culture that we have in our minds had a mindset of what we thought we wanted, and we weren't really listening to what everyone else, the universe, whatever you know, nature was telling us. Mm -hmm. Yes, and but where we ended up and where we have landed each times, each of the times we've made a leap, we've landed exactly where we needed to be. Even if it wasn't where we thought we needed to be, the reality was it was exactly where we needed to be. And that difference between thinking and, and getting so stuck in a thought pattern to compared to letting the world show you what you need that's that's something that's been i think harder for our generation for older generations a lot of times those of us who were you know have gone through the the older years you know those of us who are older have lived in a world where sometimes just pure willpower was what would get you through to where you really needed to be or wanted to go and it worked it wasn't always pleasant sometimes it was really hard but sometimes you had to really work hard and it was all about that and I kind of think I'm seeing, looking at the world and looking at what younger people, the, those who are willing to be flexible, like Alyssa was, who are willing to say, whoa, hey, this this thing, life just blindsided me with this thing, and now I'm on a different path, and I'm hurt, and I'm going to give myself some time to grieve it, but then I'm going to get up and get moving again. Those, And then she, I mean, she wrapped her head around a brand new world, and she's, you know, thriving. Mm -hmm. I think that's the way that we all need to start thinking, and that's the wave of the future. But for those of us who have relied on our will to get through a lot, it's really hard. And I think that's part of what COVID is sort of telling all of us, not just COVID, but, you know, all the crazy changes in the world. It's been COVID. It's been fires. It's been frozen weather where it shouldn't be frozen. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah, it's been a tumultuous time. Um, yeah. You know, and one event by itself is bad, but the combination of many events makes it very difficult. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are losing a little bit of their hope. Yeah. A little bit of their yeah. wonder, you know, beaten down a little bit. But, you know, then again, I always meet those other people like us. You know, we're, it's all's happened, but we keep trying to move forward. You know, what else yeah. can we do, you know? Yeah. And trying to make the best of all of our situations um, with it. So, um, 
So, you know, back to our beginning, you know, it's mm -hmm. been so cool with, like I said, the proliferation of pop culture. Yes. Giving it, you know, giving herbalism more popularity, meaning more credence, meaning more people are thinking about it because it's there. It's, it's really like common. When, it's like when Oprah would mention it or doc, Dr. whatever. Phil. Oh, I know what I am. Or Axe. Dr. Axe. Whatever, Oz, things. whatever. I, I don't Oz, know, yeah, there was a Dr. Oz, too. So there's a lot of these people all that these are, different doctors. are talking about them <laughs> on their talk shows and doing things. And, you know, and not in talking, you know, like to debunk it, but talk about how, oh, there's value here and this is what it does. Yeah. And that's the, that's the great part. And I think more and more people are hearing that. And the more that you can repeat the message, the more that they'll hear. And uh, yeah, I'm I know. Glad that we're a resource for that ourselves with the, with the podcast and the uh, practical list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. All right. Well, I guess with that, then, yep. put an herb, herb on it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.